3: Right now, eight five five six five crash That's
2: eight five five six five crash or you simply go to the website, getdatedgetpaid.com.
1: Sitting across from Rico Beard, Jim Costa, what's up? We're going to have some fun today. It's a Friday. We have Who Said It? 3 o'clock, I've got four players, the core four for the Lions, to take care of and pay in the coming years. Rico has debated it already. We'll do it as a show at 3 o'clock.
2: It's a good core. It's a good core but I like half okay, and I've replaced the other half. And, and I think that I can get some people to, to believe, you know what?
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll have that conversation in about an hour. Let's start with sacred cows. This has been a conversation as everything changes in the world of sports. Is there nothing left sacred rumors this week about the NCAA tournament every year? It's going to get bigger. They're going to expand. They're going to add more teams NBA All-Star Weekend, it's always something different, right? You got G-Leaguers competing in the Rising Star Challenge, G-Leaguers in the dunk contest. College football playoff went from 4 to 12. Will it stay at 12? I don't know. Maybe it'll be 16 or 32 someday. What in sports do you deem to be a sacred cow? Something you never want to see changed ever.
2: Well, here's the thing. This all kind of stemmed from the fact of the NBA All Star Weekend, and maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm on an island, so I'll I'll just leave it at that. You can call in and complain. I may be yelling at clouds two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. NBA All Star Weekend was appointment must watch viewing. That was. Man, the dunk contest and the superstars that were in the game and the three-point contest. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember. I was was telling you guys, there's still arguments to this day from who won between Jordan and Dominique. Like Because people wanted to do this. The the players wanted to do this. Now the players want to go. They don't want to participate. They don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. It's been so watered down that you got two G-leaguers in the game. Quick, who won Slam Dunk last year? Was it Matt McClung? Yeah, cookies for the win. It was the white guy with Ups? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, Kenny, that's right. Our guys. You just, you know, the Rising Stars game. Don't care. I, it's, it's just nothing about this game that I want to watch. Yeah, they've tinkered it, with it, it so many
1: different ways.
2: It's, it's been, it's bastardized itself so badly. It's gone. So there are other things. It's like, okay, can you know what? Enough's enough. Can we just stop it right here? No more expansion. The NCAA college basketball tournament, we're done. When you did the play-in games, I thought it was a cute way for bubble teams. Okay, couple games down in Dayton. I can live with that. I can live with those games. No biggie, but no more. You went to from 64 to 68, okay. Now they're talking about maybe doubling it, going to either 96 or oh. doubling it.
1: So we're going to put like a third of every team in?
2: Everybody, at this point, Come everybody on. gets a trophy and orange slices and juice boxes what? because All- it, it's just opening itself up. You you have to, I, I know I'm sounding like old guy enough. I, I, I want my tournament the way it is I like it, the 64 bracket. I think that's enough Mm -hmm. because here's what I think. You do need – you got to be good in order to get in there. It shouldn't just be for everybody because pretty soon it's going to end up looking like the NBA and the NHL where it almost seems like everybody makes playoffs.
1: Football is this close from making it. That's the one I wanted to bring up, okay? Four four was always silly. With five, at the time, five power conferences to put four yeah. playoff teams in. It was begging for controversy, and you weren't ever and truly settling it on the field. Plus, Notre Dame. I thought eight might have been a sweet spot. They picked 12. Fine, 12's enough to include maybe a, a little guy here or there. But no more than 12. I know it's a fool's errand, because they're probably going to end up adding more. But Rico, see, if you what is sacred... To me, can we at least let this 12-team playoff breathe? Because I do think it's going to be a sweet <laughs> spot. But they're gonna, Nothing stays. Everything changes. 248 539 What do you want to see stay exactly the same in sports? Because the NBA All-Star Weekend, you're right. It was Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Now it's East and West again. Hockey, Kenny, your sport. They did North American All-Stars against the world back in the day. All these sports like to put their special spin on things and add more teams to the field. What in sports is sacred to you? I mean, I remember when the NFL Pro Bowl was actually fun
2: to watch. When, when How far Sh- back are we going? Uh, when Sean, Sean Taylor. Yeah, when Sean Taylor killed the punter. Yep. But they were hit. I mean, think about that now. Like, First of all, everything about that play wouldn't have happened because it's basically two-hand touch. And Sean Taylor went out there and, and it would have been a legal hit. But it was fun to watch. It was like, okay, it's the Pro Bowl, and players took pride in it. And now it's a, it's just an event. It you know what the Pro Bowl is? Exactly what it is. It's just something for you guys to do for the fans. Dodgeball. I mean, what what's next? Rock, paper, scissors. It's like, okay, it's not as fun as it used to be. But yeah, the turn-oh, just wait, college football? That all depends on what the Big Ten and the SEC wants to I do. Know, now, that, that's up. a topic for down the road. But the Big Ten and the SEC, even ESPN, if, if you read the fine print, oh, well, they just re up for this billion dollar contract. With the exception, we're waiting to hear what the Big Ten and SEC have to say. That's in small print. Because I got a feeling those two are going to break off, and that's where you're going to see your 18 tournament. Just eight teams between those two. That's all we're gonna have, but right, twelve teams. Yes, I think it's gonna eventually go to sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's be- they left it in there just like when they went to four. You knew you're not gonna leave it at four. Twelve is a weird number, but okay, with
1: college football specifically, focusing on that for a second. There's the trade-off with the regular season. What most purists love about college football, or loved past tense. That the regular season meant so much. If you lost a game, your season could end. They've traded that in for a better postseason. No. And I, and I Rico, I don't know this to be true until it plays out. But I think twelve is the sweet spot. You go to sixteen or more. Now you can lose three, four, five regular season games. Can't do that.
2: I thought he was in Mexico. I thought he wasn't here. Where? Why is he here? Look, oh, I was that a Mikeism. <laughs> Here's the thing, cookies. As I tell Mike. Here's what happens in college football. It's gonna, it's the one element. It's, it's what I really love about college hoops. Because you have the 60-18 tournament, MSU can go out and play a rough schedule. If Tom Izzo played a schedule like you do in college football, every year we would think he was a blue blood program. Because every year he would just stack up and play the U of D's of the world and just beat hmm. up on them. Right. But you actually go out and you play Arizona. You actually go out and you play Duke. You play Kentucky. You play Kansas. Rico, I like that. You will get that in college football because here's the thing. At 12, and if it goes to 16, you can now afford to have the air quote good loss because you lost on the road to a team that's – going to be in there as well. But right. That's why I like right now. I hate the fact that it's almost like, how can we come up with the easiest schedule, but make it look like we were really
1: trying, but we really weren't. No, the four team well ran its course. I'm very much on board with 12 teams. I want to incentivize a tough game in the non-con. I want better matchups week in and week out. I don't want to water down the regular season too much. I think 12 is the sweet spot. So I would make the 12 team one of my sacred cows. 248 539 97 but we've seen so much change in sports. The Rose Bowl is not what it once was, right? You start looking around at things we used to hold as sacred college or things that you could never change, and they very quickly change.
4: Kenny, what's one for you? One for me, and it has to be. They've fiddled with it a little bit, but the NHL playoffs, the 16 teams, the they've done like the one versus eight, the two versus seven. They've done it all format-wise, but the 16 teams just stick with that. I think it's the most, and this is me being biased, I will fully admit, I think it's the best playoff in all of professional sports. And they haven't changed a ton about it. They haven't expanded it. They haven't led more teams. They haven't done much of anything with it. Kenny, I'll give you that.
2: That is probably, I think that in the NCAA tournament. If Don't touch. No, no, here's why. It's they're They're better, because there's no... Respect of what your seed was, or who you beat, or you came in as the number one seed. Don't care. Take this L, and you
4: can leave. If the NHL added a play-in tournament, I would vomit. That's terrible. That's the worst idea ever. I hate that. But I think it's the best uh, playoff in professional sports. We've seen all these
1: playoffs expand, right? The NFL added the seventh seed. Uh, we've seen baseball add extra wild card teams. When is enough enough? What is something you refuse? You'll go kicking and screaming. Keep your grubby hands off it. Don't change this element of sports. Let's get to Jeff. Jeff, you're on 97.1.
0: Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, for me, it's uh, March Madness. It's the tournament. This is why we have an NIT, right? Um, You know, if you don't make the tournament, you go to the NIT, or you buy your way into another tournament. Uh, You know, and and the fallacy here, and and this is the thing that really drives me crazy about all this expansion, um, especially in college football. This fallacy that if you expand the tournament or you expand the number of teams to make the playoff, the Colorado states and the you know uh, Mountain West teams are going to get in. They're not. You're going to see seven SEC teams yep. and six Big Ten teams. Yep. And and we've already we already saw this. We already witnessed this with the expansion of the NCAA basketball tournament from 32 to 64. Now now instead of three Big Ten teams getting in, we're getting seven. Right. And mm-hmm. and yeah, some small kids schools get in, but if you look at the history of the tournament, it's still the big schools that are getting to the Final Four and winning. And this idea that it's going to be more inclusive or it's going to be more equitable or balanced is just a fallacy. Yeah, the because, big schools because, carry the day, so why not have a smaller number and a more a competitive play? And I would argue it I is love-
1: already equitable. If you win your conference, you get yourself in the tournament. If you don't, you get thrown to the Wolves. And there's already breathing room for the the big conferences to get a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth team. To expand it where we need the ninth Big Ten team in seems ludicrous. No,
2: but as far as college football, think about it. I'm excited already. I'm not even a Michigan fan, but I'm excited for week two, Michigan, Texas. Yep. You want to see that game. You don't want to see, you know, Ohio State, Bowling Green doesn't move the needle. But if you tell me... You know, Ohio State's going to take on Florida State. Oh, you know what? Let's change our plans. I want to watch this game. If you expand college football, it allows you to play those types of games so you don't get punished. Because in college football, if you're not perfect, you only get to lose one. But at most teams, if you lose one, you're done. Think about it. It's what made Michigan. Spe- it's fe- special for them. Everybody was waiting for them to lose one because you know what happened. If Michigan would have lost one game, would have been held against. They them. were out. Mm-hmm. They were not going to go to the playoffs. They had to be. Pre- I like the fact you can go out and play some teams. You can beat some teams. It shows you what you are early. If you're a fan and you got a season tickets, you want to go to that game. You don't want to go see them playing.
1: UNLV. No, that's an example of a good change. From 4 to 12 is a good change because of the Michigan-Texas game and better non-conference games and better Saturday in, Saturday out product. I think another change, and there was a fight about this a year ago, I think the pitch clock was a good change. Not all change is bad. (sighs) You know? uh, Not all change is bad, Rico. Yeah. Instead of wasting my
2: time out there, guy, throw the ball.
1: More of your responses. 248-539-9797. What are you refusing do not change this in sports. Ninety-seven-one.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
1: everything's on the table we have seen so much change in sports in such a short amount of time right so Rico think about it you got the NBA all-star weekend they've gone east and west they've done the team captain routine they've changed the dunk contest the three-point shootout they're involving people from WNBA in the three-point contest rising stars now meet G leaguers NBA all-star weekend very different Baseball, they had a pitch clock, NCAA tournament. Every year around this time we hear rumors, you know, that field is 68, maybe it'll be 96. And I go, pry it from my cold dead hands. 68 is borderline too much as it is. College football, you've gone from four teams to 12 teams. That's where the line in the sand is for me. Don't you dare go to 16 or 24. 24. I think you found the sweet spot where the regular season you gives know, me su- bigger matchups, the but field, don't water
2: it down. You know, real subtly, that field of 68 got expanded. And we just didn't realize There's know. now four playing games,
1: not two. I, I, Rico, I know. So They our... just don't give you the number, but do the math. So our question, a pretty open-ended start to the Friday. What in sports is a sacred cow? What I mean by that, what we mean is something that you think shouldn't be touched. Should never be changed. Kenny says 16 teams in the NHL playoffs. Don't you dare take what the best postseason in all of sports, Kenny, and change it. What are those things to you? I think people here would have said the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl has to stay on on New Year's Day and has to remain part of the playoff picture, the national title picture. We've seen some watered-down Rose Bowls in the last couple years. Yeah. I mean, maybe nothing's sacred. Maybe the answer is money is just going to take all of the things that we think are right and we'll be change. gluttonous and change them and add and water them down. I'm not a big fan of the the new NFL playoff
2: seven makes, teams the seven teams. It's weird because once once you go the odd number, you know what that means. Eventually, you're going to go eight. Now it was just that's it's half the too teams. Many. I like the fact that you need to be semi-elite in order to make the playoffs. That it means something that you made it. Like I said, that's why, you know, when you look and you start going to 16 and it's like, okay. Like in the NBA, it seems like everybody makes the playoffs. And it's like 10 teams make the – 10 teams are in the lottery and everybody else is in the playoffs. You don't get to go outside and play so you nerds figure out who you want next year. That's yeah. what it feels like for the NBA. For the for NFL, I'm not a big fan. I would hope that they don't expand again, and I, I don't have the empirical data because it's just happened. Yeah, but it's new. I I don't know if you is it is it good to be a one seed or not because you know you saw San Fran come out this year. They were rusty. Mm-hmm. Green Bay was juiced up after beating Dallas. Like. The Ravens never really got back on that track that they were at the end of the season. The Ravens were unstoppable. And then you come to a grinding halt. You've earned that week off. But did you really want? Maybe you wanted to play in that week. David,
1: what are people saying?
3: Never move the Rose Bowl from being. At Rose Bowl Stadium, after going there against I'll... Alabama, the a- atmosphere is unbelievable.
1: Didn't uh, didn't Stephen A. have that opinion the next day? He's like, you know what?
3: Move it to SoFi. Move it SoFi
1: so, so my travel's easier. It's hard. Come on, Stephen. No, I understand. It's hard to get there. Have
2: you ever gone? I, I, no, I haven't. It's it's a pain. Like you got to come up with a better tr- egress for traffic because you're gonna sit for hours. To get like if the game starts at three o'clock their time, mm-hmm. you better be leaving your hotel room at 11, And you may get there for kickoff.
3: So you want to change it? You want to move it? All right, Rico wants to move the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I'm just saying it's David, it's horrible.
2: It's two-lane hot, it's two-lane streets. It's like you get some cops out there, get something to get the flow of traffic going. You can't just use a regular stoplight when there's a.
3: A whole bunch of people trying to get to this one little place. Someone says, don't ever change the captains lifting the Stanley Cup first.
1: It is one of the cool things with hockey that the owner doesn't get the trophy first. The players do. And it's that tradition, right? The captain, then who does he give the cup to first? That's exactly that tradition,
4: too. I've always enjoyed is the players who they choose to hand it off to. That needs to stay. It's not always like the
3: assistant captain or the...
4: Sometimes it's like a vet who's this first Stanley Cup. I think Stevie handed it to Scotty Bowman in 2000. You know? I mean, it's whoever they choose. I've always enjoyed that. That tradition, that's another sacred cow.
3: Never change the Masters being at Augusta National. This should always be one of the four majors hosted there. Ken in Florida.
1: I think that's pretty safe. Yeah. I don't think that's going anywhere.
3: Uh, someone else says, Michigan-Ohio State being the last game of the Big Ten regular season is sacred to me. That is from Mike.
1: You want to say it or should I say you it? You
2: know what? Here's the thing. I'll say it. I know it's not popular, but I've been saying this for decades. Especially now that college football has changed. I think you should move that game from the last week. Here's why. <gasps> it, hurts, it hurts the loser in that game. If you played that game like the Red River Shootout, where Texas and Oklahoma could play early on, you can recover from the loss, you can run the table, and you both can make a playoff bid. But now it may be a little different. Now you go from 12 teams, but once again, Ohio State, if they won and they beat Michigan this year, Ohio State's in playoff, Michigan's out. You still got two good teams. But because you played last, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, I've looked. At and it. here's the other thing about that game. I know. I'm just stepping in the Rose Garden now. Play it at night. Somet- not all the time, but like this year, if you have a top five matchup, be primetime about it. Play that thing at night under the lights, make it special. 12
1: o'clock games are the appetizers of college football. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know Fox has tried to make Big Noon kick off the primetime window, but most big games in sports generally are played at night. Right. It's a bigger stage. You got the whole day to look forward to the game. It seems sacrilegious because Michigan and Ohio State forever and ever and ever and always will play at noon and, and always say- the last Saturday. And, and, but I don't think it has to be that way.
2: And, and what I'm saying is if it's just a regular matchup, fine. But if it's a matchup like last year, more
1: eyeballs, play that thing at night. Well, and the point about Michigan, Ohio State the last week, the Big Ten's going divisionless, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a world where the two best teams rematch back to back weeks. And maybe you think it's presumptuous Michigan or Ohio State won't always be the two best teams. No, but in the history of this conference, more often than not, they're at the very end of the line fighting for the for the for the spot for the Big 10 title. If you play that game in say October, if they have to rematch, it doesn't feel like you just watched this a week ago. Mm-hmm. It keeps the meaning of the game. Texas Oklahoma play in October. Alabama Tennessee, what's that third Saturday in October? Always in October. It's okay. Yeah. Alabama, Georgia never play each other.
3: <laughs> Let me read a couple more here. You cannot change the Lions playing on Thanksgiving. I agree. Then another one. Scott and Carlton said, can, de-
2: can, can you change the Lions losing on Thanksgiving? Please. Yes.
3: Scott and Carlton says, definitely don't change morning sports talk host. Just kidding. Best of luck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep that stony guy there forever. I mean, geez.
2: Him and Jansen. Monday morning. So is it the theme song, Hail to the Victors? Oh, don't
3: do this (laughs) Oh, man. I like this one. For a change, he says. One change I wouldn't mind seeing for all major sports is all the best records in the league and the seeding them accordingly. So maybe you get KC and Buffalo in the Super Bowl, the Celtics and the 76ers in the finals.
1: So no conferences, no divisions.
3: Yep. So just the best team. Hmm. So you play in a regular season, probably
4: conferences and then you
1: I don't love it. I don't feel like it's it's as bad as some of the other changes though Kenny I'm, Kenny, I'm not a fan you're repulsed either. over there.
4: I'm just thinking about like let's say an Eastern conference hockey team or basketball team plays a western conference team like every third game is going to be in a different time Kenny, it's gonna be a
1: Kenny we have these things called jets
4: <laughs> No, I mean for me watching as a as, oh, a, okay. as a fan okay. I'll be staying up till 10 o'clock every other night.
1: Won't someone think of poor Kenny Cobb? Ah. <laughs> All right, guys. This is a football Friday. We've got football next, Ninety-seven-one.
3: Jimmy G has tested positive for P.E.D. <laughs>
1: Was he using the right ones?
3: Per Ian Rappaport, former from the NFL, the suspension is now official. Jimmy G is suspended for the first two games of the 2024 regular season for violating the policy on performance-enhancing substances. Here's what's key to this, though is they can now void the contract that he had and he signed with the Raiders and they can save now $11 million by doing that this year.
2: So the old Mel Tucker clause, we're going to wait for you to do something stupid so we can void this contract and you can save us from us. Yeah. I saw that he took something that wasn't prescribed some medication that he used that he didn't have an actual prescription for. So that's why I had the two
1: games. Dude, if you're going to cheat, at least win. Don't cheat. I be... me. If I was him, I'd go, in my defense, look at how I played this year. There was no performance enhancing going on. Right. I played for the Raiders. I had to be high. Come on. Seriously. <laughs> so he's waived. He wasn't going to be he there be anyway. yeah. Yeah.
3: So Let's talk about another player that may be waived, may not be waived. Interesting, because this happened last year. It's Joe Mixon. Rumors, again, have surfaced that the Bengals were set or are set to release him, but Mixon is refuting that rumor on Twitter, responding to one of the reporters saying, laughing out loud, y'all said this last year, too. That's clown behavior. Now, they uh, released him this year. Uh, there's, well, First of all, there's a $3 million roster bonus due on March 16th. If they decide to release him, that would save $6 million under the cap. So We'll know more
2: about this later.
3: Yeah, we will. He's laughing at the report saying they may release him. Last year, the same thing happened. report came out. They had eventually worked out a deal, and they kept him. Is it just time for Joe Mixon to go? I mean, they have T. Higgins to pay for. Joe Burrow got an extension. It's just time, right?
2: I mean, at this point, this is where players have to decide how much do you still want to keep playing in the league on this certain team? Because that number that you really want, you're not the main guy. So if you come up with a reasonable number, yeah, you could come back, but you walk in there saying, I, I want, you know, some Saquon type. No, no, we're good.
1: You can leave. There's a door. Nixon will be 28 going into next season. Oh My goodness. That's For a running back. It's ancient. Ugh. Fossilized. I uh, did have a thousand yards. Does catch the ball out of the backfield. He's good. He's a good player. The thing is, if, if you're Joe Mixon,
2: don't price yourself out of the Cincinnati market. And you they'll work with them, and you can stay. But you're not a high priority for them.
3: Well, let's talk about the high priority. Let's talk about his current teammate at the moment. We'll see. It's T. Higgins. The report from The Athletic says writing is on the wall, and all expectations are for the Bengals to use the tag on Higgins. Now, here's what's interesting here, and I did not know this. Part of Joe Burrow's contract, he has a number of $29.7 million for this year. So, basically, they baked it in mm-hmm. to where they could tag Higgins and still fit him in under the Burrow extension.
1: But just for the one year. Yeah.
3: But my question to you is, do they just decide to trade him? Is he on the roster, on the Bengals roster come September of
2: 2024? <laughs> if the Bengals are smart, no. He's not. If the Bengals are smart, wide receivers are not the end-all, be-all. There are only a couple that you got to make sure you keep around. He's not one. And if you think that I'm making this up, Kansas City let go of Tyreek Hill and went back-to-back and won two Super Bowls. You don't miss wide receivers. You can replace them. Is it going to be difficult? Yeah, that's what your scouting department is for. So, yes, if the Bengals are smart – You franchise him this year if you want one more go-around because Burrow was hurt and you thought maybe we missed out on something.
1: But this is it. And if somebody offers you a deal for him, you take it. Yeah, I mean, how many high-profile receivers can you pay top dollar? They already have Jamar Chase. Their quarterback's getting paid. Tough decisions. I don't think he's there long-term. I think Rico's right. It's one year, and if someone blows him away, you trade him. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Well, let's get into this story because everything's starting to leak out about the Patriots' QB room. The room was, quote-unquote, toxic. Oh, You don't say. This is what Albert Breer reports, that uh, Bailey Zappi would sometimes watch tape in the receiver room and not the quarterback room. Quote, Mac Jones was, like, was well-liked early on, but over time lost support in the building. The quarterback room was in the last, the last two years got toxic to the point where Bailey Zappi was watching in the receiver room. Well, are you surprised that this is coming out? They're moving on from Mac Jones. This is what always happens. They start moving on from a guy, and now this stuff starts coming out. Yeah,
1: you get the real story. What was going on behind the scenes?
3: But
2: then I'm always leery because if that was the case, why didn't you say something when it was going on? It's like the ex. Like, all of a sudden, you find out, oh, but she couldn't do this. She was like, And oh. Yeah, you were telling me how much in love you were with her six months ago.
1: I'm not buying that. But that's the Belichick, Fort Knox, nothing gets out, nothing gets in. They don't share anything. Now that he's gone, I bet you we hear more stuff.
2: But see, if that's the case, then I don't think that the Mayo's going to be long for coach because you can't keep this ship well, they don't. But
3: they don't want Mac Jones anymore, so it won't matter in the end, right? So yeah. is this is
2: all
1: Mac's fault? Is that what the
2: story is? That's again, not, yeah. But, right, but now you just devalued Mac Jones, so you can't get anything for him. So that's dumb because now, even if I was interested – I would sit there and say, no, Jim, let's wait. They'll release him. We'll get him then.
1: Backup QB next
2: year? Somewhere else? Yeah, he's a backup QB. I mean, he, he can play the game, and he's a guy that if you needed him to go in there for three to four games because your quarterback was down, you know what? Four games. Win, it, win us two. Split it. We're good.
3: So We were talking about sacred cows. Let's go old school for a quick minute because the Jets are set to have new jerseys in The next season in 2024 and everyone loved their old school, the Jets old school jerseys, right? Everyone loved the Oilers jerseys. So what old school uniform do you think should become permanent?
1: Hmm. NFL or all sports NFL. I, I really like the Eagles. Kelly green. If that was their primary, I think that'd be a good look. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I, I I see that. Not a big fan. I kind of like their newer jersey with the black incorporated in there. What about a uh, Seattle? Throw it back to like the Steve Largent, the the brighter blues. I like that. Um,
2: you know what I do? I, they're no good, but I, I like the old uh, the Patriots with the gigantic Patriots. The snapping red, and, oh, snapping the red, red white? yeah, the red and white jerseys. And I also like the Broncos. The orange jerseys that they used to rock back in the day with Craig Morton as a quarterback. Yeah, I like those jerseys. So, yeah, I I would go with that.
3: So let's close it out with this here. It is the 2023 NFL draft redraft. So with this, there's no trade. I just want to go over a few things that may have happened in the redraft. Number one, CJ Stroud. Number two, Will Levis. What? Texans would Why? take Will Levis in the redraft? I'm
2: confused with that. I don't guess, understand that. You know what? I guess they're saying that they would need a quarterback, and he's still better than, than Bryce Young. But Anthony Richardson say, in the
3: redraft goes four.
2: We didn't see him. Mm. Enough. I saw a little. Rich, Richardson is still a little bit of a mystery because you thought he was about to do something, and just when he got right
3: there, done for the year. Number three, Puka Nakua would go to the Cardinals. I think that makes mm. sense. Oh uh,
2: mm. Offensive
1: Rookie of the Year. Behind
2: I, I, um There's a person you're missing.
3: Okay. Who am I missing?
2: Keep going. Who's four? Oh, you said Anthony C- Richardson. Who's five?
3: Yeah. Devin Witherspoon would go there still. Really? Yep.
2: It's fine. I didn't think. Okay. I'm sorry. Did Will Anderson die?
3: Hold on. Number six would be, be the Lions because there's no trade backs. There's no none of that. Yeah. Rashi Rice. What? <laughs> Number seven, the Raiders would take Jalen Carter. I'm sorry, What? Will Anderson. Number eight, the Falcons would take Kobe Turner. Okay. David. Number nine, he was the a, Bears would take Will Anderson. He was a defensive player of the year. And he would still go number nine in the
2: redraft. Do you know how angry I would be even in the redraft if the Lions had a chance to take him and pass on him? I'm mad and it didn't happen.
3: Like, how could you let this happen?
2: We all
1: wanted him last year. It was so obvious the guy was going to be an instant success, and he was.
3: And just of note, so people know, just so I can mention it, Detroit-based, 13, Brian Branch goes to the Packers.
2: I can see him moving up.
3: 18, the Lions still take Sam Laporta. See, I
2: disagree with that. Knowing what we know now, that's his draft, Laporta is higher yeah, than he 18. he should go higher than
3: 18. Agreed. And uh, at number 25, Jameer Gibbs goes Will to Leather's the Will Lavins went two. Yeah.
2: You could have told me Laporta at two, and I could have made a better argument.
3: I agree. And Will Evans, I agree. Jaden Reed, fi- you would get
2: fired if you knew then what you know now, and you still took him at two. You're fired,
3: Jaden Reed. I'm sorry. By the way, goes number 22 to the Ravens in this redraft.
2: So, yeah, I mean, well, he was third round, second, third round. Yeah, he he's a he was a steal that the Packers found, kind of like Branch here in Detroit. Somebody you got in a later round that's going to be a monster for you for years to come.
3: And that is in football today. Coming up at 3
1: o'clock, the core four, the four Detroit Lions that I believe must be extended, re-signed in the coming years. David Ticketex, what are people saying?
3: The World Cup for soccer every four years. Don't ever change that. That is Victor in a car. Someone else says, I want to see 12 innings. I am tired of the man on being on second already. Give me 12 innings or more. Okay.
2: You know what? See, I I like the man on second because that's a little bit of a strategy. Now, here's what I would like to see changed. I want the Super Bowl overtime rules to be every game overtime rules in the NFL. I agree with you. I mean, why just do it for the
1: playoffs? How about we just do it in the regular season as well? It's kind of silly to me because we acknowledge, well, you got to do it that way in the playoffs because these games are really important. Aren't um, aren't all of them. Um, The regular season games matter too. Yeah, You got to get in the playoffs. I mean, the fact that you had some players
2: like, yeah, I thought if we scored a touchdown that would be ball game. No, that's not how it works. And just make it across the board.
1: And I know they're trying to Shorten the game and not drag it out. You got and somewhere else to be.
2: You got somewhere else to be. Cookies right there. That's why you're going we, to the
1: morning show <laughs> right there. Because where,
2: when you bought the ticket, did, did you put a pie in the oven? Rico. What, what, what do we what do you got
1: to rush home for? We wait all week. All week for one game, three to four hours. You tailgate. You make plans. You buy tickets. You set aside time on your Sunday. You don't have an extra 15 minutes to make sure we, we give both teams possession and, and How about decide this? the winner.
2: How about this? If the game goes to overtime, you're already thinking, oh, my God, I got my money's worth and more. What a great game I'm at. I'm at an overtime game between the Lions and the Packers.
1: Yeah, more football? Yes, please. Who's bummed? And Because if you've got a great game that gets to overtime, the least satisfying result is one team wins a coin toss, they score a touchdown, game's over. Well, what about the other side? Give them the ball. Let's add some drama. Let's settle it. Because, I mean, did, it's not like Detroit had that happen to them this year, did it?
2: Yeah, it did happen to you. And here's the thing. When you look back in hindsight, maybe it moves you up to a different seed. Because you beat Seattle. Because you had a chance. Yeah, Seattle just drove it down, scored, touchdown, yep. ball
1: game. See you guys later. Drive yep. home safe. And, and remembering back to it, like the Lions, they should have played to win the game in regulation. It's somewhat their own fault. But you're right. If the rule... Is the playoff rule the Lions have a better chance to win that game? They get one more win. They put pressure on your Niners in the final week where they can't rest everybody. I'm not saying it's likely, but is there a scenario where that game is at Ford Field regardless? And maybe you sitting there with the number one seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: So, yeah, the overtime rule make that across the board because yeah, you got screwed by that rule. David,
3: John, Sorry and to Ar- bring
2: back bad memories, people.
3: John and Auburn Hill says, "Hey guys, something sacred to me in sports." Is the Men's Lacrosse Tournament.
1: Oh, of course.
2: It
3: is the best 16 teams. Let it stay that way. (laughs) I think he's the only one that watches the Men's Lacrosse Tournament.
1: What time of year is the Men's Lacrosse Tournament?
3: It is in the spring. Spring, I believe. Yes. I'll go with that. Sure. I could be totally wrong on guessing. Is it just all Ivy League schools?
1: I don't know why I'm asking this. I've seen Virginia in it. East Coast schools.
3: Yeah. Uh, there are a handful of sports logos that I would consider sacred.
1: Oh, we had a moment today before the show with that. <laughs> Rico knows what I'm talking about.
3: Yes, yeah, Rico thinks that the ring uh, wheel is not iconic.
1: Oh
2: my God, that's not what I said.
3: David. Don't you start.
2: Don't you start this, David. <laughs> not what I said, David. I was first of all, I was just trying to get under Kenny's skin.
4: You don't have to try very hard, Rico. You do
2: it very quickly. I know,
1: because when you walk away, no, I'm not doing this today. I am not doing this.
4: I was going to yell at you. I didn't want to yell at you.
1: There's a woman who redesigns logos for fun on TikTok, and she redesigned the Red Wing logo. And by all accounts, creative, kind of cool. But it's the winged wheel. You don't mess with the winged wheel. You just don't. I'm sorry,
2: Rico, you don't. No, but what did I say? David and I said... Okay, because we were talking about the Tigers and the the baseball. The City City Connect that are coming out, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? As a one-off type of thing, it's kind of cool. It's like the Lions logo with that helmet. Okay, I like that. Break it out every now and then because it it was, you know, it had a lot of things that were Detroit and that were Red Wings in the logo. Like an octopus tentacle. Right, the, with the yeah. eight legs. Like, okay, I, I kind of like that. And you, no, never, never. Hockey elitists over
4: here. Never. You don't know and, hockey. And now you're misrepresenting us. I don't mind put, trying things once in a while. I don't mind. I I do mind trying bad things once in a while. That is bad, That's objectively bad.
2: bad. It wasn't bad. It was. Listen, bad.
1: You want to mess with the National Predators logo? Knock yourself out. If
4: they came out with a baseball cap, I would buy that cap. I like that. They cap. had to change when they did the uh, the Big House, uh, the game at the Big House. I like those jerseys. Those uh, the Winter Classic jerseys. Mm-hmm. I thought those were really nice. Once in a while, try new things that are good, not bad. Does it bother you that they may wear red at Buckeye Stadium?
1: Oh, the outdoor game.
2: Next year.
4: Doesn't bother me. I'm not a.
2: Uh, right. I didn't really think about it. Like, you can't wear. A, that's red. It's, it's like. Somebody was like, They, go, should, they should
4: wear amazing. But like, that's not their color. They'll probably go in their road uh, white jerseys. I would guess. Or you in see, a variation of those. Blue,
1: so it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah.
4: yeah. So.
3: Sounds good to me. I like it. Wear red. I don't care. Uh, can we just get rid of ties in the NFL? For God's sakes. Every other major sports got rid of it. Including hockey. Yeah, that's, that's what
2: I said. You go to, to the, go to those rules, and you don't really need the clock. Forget about the clock when you go to NFL overtime because it means nothing. But, yeah, just each team gets a possession, and then it goes to sudden death after that.
3: I know this doesn't go over well for a lot of fans, but I think the Super Bowl should be played on Saturday to give all the parties a day off. Now, you know, that what, is something on. sacred should it change.
1: You know what? Let's not steal his thunder. I was going to say, we got Chris who wanted to make the same point. Chris, what's up, buddy?
0: Yeah, I was just thinking Saturday would be a better day. You got two weeks in between the last game and the Super Bowl. No one says the Super Bowl has to be on Sunday, and then people would be off on Monday. I think there would be more money spent.
2: You know what? Here's what would happen, Chris. You would have more parties. You would be able to stay later. You could have more fun. Yeah. You could enjoy yourself. You could drink more if yeah. that's what you want to do, and you still have a day to recover before you got to go back to work. I like it. David hates it.
3: No, because you're doing it the wrong way. Now, the way I want to do it, people probably don't want, is you just extend the regular season one week, and now you get to this weekend, which is President's Day weekend, and, and you gets already money. have Monday off. Oh, but, but at this point, but, the, yeah. That, I,
0: that, that varies on where you work as far yes, as... David, far some of us day are going to be day here day on, day on Monday
1: morning bright oh, and early.
4: So speak yeah. for
1: yourself over there. Are you working Monday? Yeah, we're, we're starting this new show thing. Mm. It's going to be on the air Monday morning. I'll try and listen to it. You won't be up. Don't give me this patronizing. <laughs> You're going sleep in. <laughs> Roll out of bed. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Lions, who are the core players you gotta keep no matter what? I've got four. It's ninety-seven one.